Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Thinking Project Podcast, where we interview founders and creatives to help you take the next step in your business by listening to inspired stories of these wonderful founders. I hope you enjoy this podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. What's up, Derek? <laughs> What's going on? Isn't it weird that Zoom had to do that? What do you think happened that made Zoom have to put all of those warnings it's being recorded on? Um, probably just for different, there are different states with different recording laws. Oh, that's uh, like I know Texas is a single party recording state with I could record whatever I want and I don't need to let the other person know that they're being recorded. Like if I'm recording a phone call or something, but there are some states that it's double trigger. So like if you're recording me and I'm in, I don't know, one of those states, I have to actually consent to this being recorded. So that's probably why they did that. So there's no dispute. Someone got sued. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, somebody was like, ah, this isn't cool. Uh, Because it's the same with Utah. Yeah, Utah is like, yeah, if more than one person's being recorded, only one person has to know it's being recorded. Yeah. So kind of like that whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Which I is know. a little sus <laughs> to say the least. It's a little sus. Now I get it in some cases, but my mind immediately goes to like police trying to manipulate dude, confessions and shit. That's a uh, oh, wild source, but dude, uh, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. Welcome yes. back. Thank you, um, you're still doing all of the amazing things that you're doing. Um, but like, recent i mean were, were you pretty big on tiktok when we had this podcast the first time i don't Do even know when dude it was a couple of years ago it if it was been. a couple of years ago then probably not um because it was like last year that really started like i focused on tiktok and started building that up so it would have had, yeah, would have had to have been at least a year ago maybe a year and a half ago so maybe right at the time you were coming on you're you were experimenting with tiktok how is that how has that been, dude? Like, what what is the what are the pros of having? You said over two hundred fifty thousand followers. What are the pros? Like, what are some of the cons, dude? By the way, I love all your stuff, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, it's fun. I look at it all kind. Of, I mean, it's not. I guess it's not all a pro, but it's been really cool because like this uh, this like stage of life that I'm in, this like chapter that Derek Cahill is in, is about like fuck you in general like because you know i live i've lived a lot of my life and even to this day i still struggle with a little bit where i like i want people to like me and i want to please people and i want to do the right thing for people although the last part is i always will try to do the right thing but um i don't want to live for other people anymore and i found that tiktok is actually helping me break that barrier for myself because you know, back in April of last year, I posted a video, you probably saw it and we probably talked about it, but the one where I was returning a car to Enterprise. And it got like, it got uh, across the internet, dude, it easily is over 100 million views. Like I was in a freaking United Kingdom newspaper (laughs) about returning cars. I was on rate, people were telling me, yo, you were just on my local radio station. (laughs) Like for whatever reason, dude, it's like a phenomena on the internet. Yeah. Um, And I went through this period after that where I was like almost like not not depressed but like I was stressed about like how am I gonna live up to this expectation you know I went from 2,000 followers to 100,000 followers in literally like two weeks so I had this like all of a sudden this following 
And I was like, I'm not going to be the guy that goes into stores and answers phones. Like I'm 30 years old. That's not going to happen. Those days are, I have like multiple jobs. I don't have time to go film (laughs) at stores. Um, And I noticed that what had, what had started as a create finding my creative outlet again, because I was, I've been doing standup for like 13 years of my life. Yeah. And I found this creative outlet again on TikTok. It now started feeling like just an expectation like a job a little bit. So Uh over this last year, I couldn't see it in the micro moments, but I've evolved to like, I post what I want to post. And if you like it, cool, please stick around. Let's hang out. If you don't like it, like literally I couldn't give a fuck less, like goodbye, (laughs) you know, like go enjoy yourself, but goodbye. Um, So I think some of the pros are like, it's been really fun to like find that community of people that appreciate me And the cons are, it is a constant struggle of like, you know, I love the attention, dude. I'm I'm like, I'm a a three on an Enneagram. Like I love charming. I love making people laugh and have fun and have a good time. But sometimes that bleeds into like uh, an unhealthy relationship that I have with posting content, which is (laughs) I wanted to perform really, really well. And then it, it gets me, it gets me further away from the reason I do it, which is I love doing it. So when I I try, I really have made a lot of progress, like not really giving a shit how they perform. And at this point, dude, I've had so many videos break a million views and break 500,000, 100,000 views. Like I have a video, I have two videos right now that I posted in the last two days that are over 100,000 views. And that's not where I get my dopamine anymore, which is funny. (laughs) I get my dopamine now by like engagement and like, are people really having fun with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I like that because like, you know, um, you bring up a really good point there as far as like the difference between views and engagement. Right. Um, And so you so it sounds like now you've kind of shifted your focus and tell me if I'm wrong, but you've shifted your focus from away from the views to uh, just yeah, like how people are actually interacting with it. And so what do you look for as far as engagement and, and uh, interaction? Um, I mean, you know, trends of like am I getting more followers um is one way to be like you're doing the right thing but even that dude I don't really care like I you know obviously (laughs) we had a really fucking bad day for America yesterday in my personal opinion um and I posted a piece of content uh that kind of just spoke my mind on it through comedy which is what I do yeah um and I noticed uh I don't know like whoever unfollows me but there was a time where like I checked and like my follower count had dropped and I didn't even care and I think that's another cool thing of having followers it's like oh you know if I lose 10 people it's like I don't give a shit like it's not like I have 20 and I just lost 50% of my (laughs) followers um but it's like I look at it like shedding I'm shedding the people that don't really give a fuck about me and I keep the people that do and those people I also care about them So from an engagement perspective, you know, I don't know if I measure anything like specifically, like I just love bantering, like, you know, people are taking the time to comment like, oh my God, like yesterday, for example, they were like, yo, I've been crying all day and your video just helped me smile. So like, that's the kind of, I just love reading that stuff because it's like, it speaks literally to the core of what I do, which is, I think that I can bring light to people, which is literally what comedy is. Like, that's what comedy is all the way back to the Roman days was like, you would turn tragedy into comedy. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, with comedy, I think it's special comedy is special because I haven't done stand up in a long time. Like I haven't been to a, uh, I haven't actually actually haven't been in a while, but, um, but yeah, I think comedy is one of those special things where it's like, if we can't 
joke about it and talk like if we can't you know have these like satire moments where yeah like we're calling people out in a funny way uh you know then we've really lost some kind of we've lost some discourse because like you should be able to in my opinion and by the way i feel like i feel like we're on the same vein politically like as far as like i am not affiliated with either party like i'm actually really kind of like let people do what they want to do and like, <laughs> if we're if we like your choices if your choices so you're don't... a sane human being <laughs> right, right. What, yeah like as hearing. long as we're not going around killing people like um i really don't care what you do and i and and uh, i use killing people as far as like i know that even the term murder especially with stuff yesterday just gets thrown around so loosely i feel like we've lost a bunch of meanings for words it's like dude I, yeah. what are you talking dude, about? the challenge that i have is these you know but anyway and we but, could Oh, go ahead, go ahead. real quick yeah real quick like um i use the term murder not in the same term as what we saw yesterday but um but like yeah as long as you're not going around like doing crazy like i really could care less what you do in your own house dude like or with your body or whatever like it doesn't like why i don't really care yeah <laughs> for better and the, or for worse, you know? and the people that do i just yeah. don't understand it's these fucking people man like they hold on to these like these fundamentals that I don't know where they exist from. I don't, I don't understand where they came from. And I also don't understand how yeah. like the certain segment of people feel like their perspective on America is the America we all need to live in. That's, that's another big thing that I don't understand. Like why do you and your ideologies get to determine how everyone else lives? I get it, dude. Like I asked my wife, we were falling asleep last night. I actually, my wife told me this morning that she stayed up to like one in the morning because she couldn't sleep after. But I was laying there, we were about to fall asleep. And I was like, do you think abor abortion is murder? Yeah. And it's a tough subject, man, because like, yeah, technically you have created the very beginning of life. Yeah. There's a little heartbeat in there. Like it could become a baby, mm -hmm. but there's so much more complicated shit that comes after that. A lifetime of complicated shit that comes after that. Yeah. Where it's like, who is anyone to try to dictate what that woman gets to commit her entire life to? And I'm not talking casual, like, oh, do you feel like getting an abortion today? No one does that. I don't know yeah. whoever would yeah. spew that. Yeah. We're talking about like horrible acts of like violence and, and rape that produce something like that. And there are crazy people that think, oh, that's an innocent human. It's like, cool, I get it. It's a life that's created, but who the fuck are you to determine who needs to carry that to term and care yeah. for that baby? But it's all these friggin' behind the scenes keyboard warriors and these people that can put out good voice clips. They don't do shit for this yeah. community. You yeah. think they care about anyone in that community? <laughs> None of them. I agree. Because who does it hurt the most? It hurts the people that are not privileged enough to not be in the situations that get them into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I was talking with my wife on the same thing because there's a lot of laws that even go beyond that that people try to justify with this and uh what what like here in utah right so um i don't know how the laws are going to change uh because it's so fresh right now like i'm not aware of any trigger laws that utah has i haven't done i thought utah work. had already done a trigger law i thought utah already did it well we have like this Utah's so weird. We have like this Republican governor, but he is not really a Republican. Like he's more liberal in his social views, which is fun. like, I don't like, again, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or anything, but he yeah, ran Utah's, as like, 
Utah's trigger law went into effect and made abortions illegal in the state. Okay. Yeah. Which is terrible. I think that's terrible. Um, but not only that, but before that, uh, it, I think it was rape, incest and life of the mother. And you had to prove all of those. And I was like, no way, dude. I was like, stop it. That's crazy. And yeah. And I totally agree with your, with your, um, assessment on like, the, the things that happen to get people. Cause I was just talking with my wife about that last night. Like I have a daughter. And so of course you, you, you put yourself, any sane person would put themselves in the position of like, what, what circumstances, like these circumstances that are pretty, that are, that are common in these situations. Like what if that happened to my daughter? Well, yeah, we, we would fight tooth and nail to make sure that she was okay. And well, we this should like- just go, I mean, it, it, it just goes to show you how like little common sense many people have, like they're, they're trying to pass, or I guess they're not trying to, they fucking made it, they did it, but there's nothing after the fact that supports their decision. There's still not universal access to free healthcare. There's still not universal access to free childcare. There's still not like plans to bridge the gap in, in pay equality and fucking eliminating some of like the, the vast amounts of poverty that we have in this country, but keep your goddamn baby. So I just don't know. It's like, I boil this down. Like I think about sales. It's like, you don't put rules in place if you don't have backend support to actually support what you're putting in place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, if you get a sales job, Dalton, and I'm like, Hey man, you got to make a hundred dials a day. It's like, bitch, you gave me 10 contacts. You want me to call them (laughs) 10 times a day? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, There's, there's not, there's no resolution at the end of the rainbow for these people. And they, They're, they're simple single celled brains. Yes, I'm insulting them. <laughs> you know, they talk, it's like, yeah, what, yeah. what next though? You just want these yeah. people and the, the conspiracy theory in me, we just want more people. We just want a poorer population because poor people are easier to control. Poor people are easier to manipulate. They want, mm-hmm. they want to believe that the people in charge will help them and get their votes. That's the bullshit that this is all about. I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> I am for all, like I am for government out of every aspect. Like I don't think government should be involved in marriage. I don't think government should be involved in, you know, in these, in these, in these health choices. Right. Like um, very, very like, I don't know. I don't even know if libertarian is the right word, but it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I really don't care what you do. Like, you know, and by the way, like, I think it's worth mentioning on this vein, like, I'm pretty, like, I, I would consider myself a pretty religious person. Like we go to, I go to church every Sunday, things like that, but still it's like, we don't all have to look the same and act the same, dude. Like just do yeah. like, like everybody's path is different. And like, yeah, but I, see I the, pro- like- the problem that you and I have is that our position doesn't spark <laughs> enough controversy anything yeah 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 no it doesn't one... spark anything saying like right. namaste you know namaste is bullshit in in the sense of like trying to make radical movement because yeah. you know i don't know if it's human nature or just it's what this fucking machine of the united no, states has just yeah. become to this point but it's like unless unless you are attached to like this fucking like extreme leftist or rightist view you you can't get traction it's why libertarians never make any progress in political races because there's just no zhuzh behind them (laughs) well you know and and not only that but like there's no like no one really understands like you know so um this is one of the jokes that i like to make right when when hillary clinton was running for president it was like 
like feminism would like okay i should start this over i'm a <laughs> feminist right okay so i'm not making fun of feminism but it's just like you know hillary's running for president everybody's like vote for women women in power all of these things which i'm all for and then the next year there's a woman there's another woman running for president she just happens to not be a republican or a democrat and now we don't hear anything right joe jorgensen and and what was funny about that was like it was crickets dude nobody cared that she was running for president it was just it was the fact that she wasn't doing what like mainstream was and then not only that but one of her big points was like audit the fed and like i think that just went so far over people said they didn't know what that meant and they people don't understand like well yeah, because we have a problem well, look at look at the way that we live our life yeah peace and harmony feel unrealistic yeah so at least like abortions, it's like, yeah, let's cut that shit out. Or no, let's protect it. It's like right in front of you. It's the fucking carrot, bro. Like no one runs this country. It's the goddamn men behind the scenes and in, in yeah. the in the shrouded clothing that yeah, run the country. Yeah. And 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 I agree going back to one of your early points, like I'm very passionate about like people. I just don't believe like the government has any of our best interests in mind locally, federally. Like, I just don't like I've met even local people here who like, it's just it's an agenda. It's a popularity contest. Like, you don't actually care what I have to say, you know, and and <clears throat> when shit hits the fan, as long as the check doesn't bounce for you, you know, you don't really care. And look, man, uh, and this is what I, this is my joke, too, is like, I actually commend you for that. Like, fine, line your pockets, do what you got to do, survive. But like, don't, don't come back to me and then say, like, yeah, but you got to care about everybody, like, cause you don't, like, you yeah. you don't care, and so, like, that's the same thing I have with po like police, like, they have a job, they have to feed their family, their job is to feed their family, <clears throat> and so if that means cutting some corners to make a stupid arrest or like or like do stupid things or like make yourself look good, like you'll do it, and so if you're gonna do that, like that's fine, but I also don't have to make it easy for you, like I'm not going to do certain things to like help you do that. And especially this because a, this is at the cost of me, right? This is a perfect segue into my life's mission recently. Okay. Is to be more <laughs> irrational. <laughs> yeah. Because that's. Yeah. Dude, I listen to people like Donald Trump or Conor McGregor. Uh, <laughs> and I know very yeah. weird people to put in the same bucket, but these people walk around like they are the shit. Yeah. Like they are the best of the best and arguably maybe Conor McGregor is one of the best <laughs> fighters to ever walk the planet. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like they walk around, they spew this bullshit and they start getting these, these crazy followers. And it's like, all right, Derek, be fucking irrational. What are you the best of the best that who the fuck's going to fact check you? Who's going to come and battle you for it? Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. haven't gotten to the point to like make any proclamations, mm -hmm. but it's, it's the beginning. I think this is the beginning of a multi-year journey for me is to just be more irrational and, and knowing that like the backbone of who I am is very centrist in nature. Yeah. Irrationality for me will always, I think, come back to a safe place, yeah. but <clears throat> you got to be a little loud if you want to make some change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Bernie Sanders, I think would have made an incredible president. There, there were elements that I didn't agree with with him sure. like he was a lot of but he was just a good fucking dude man he was just a good sure. dude i felt like and i thought I, I mean like not to cut you off we'll go ahead and finish and then I'll i don't i think i was gonna rattle off some bullshit so you can go ahead. <laughs> well you know what was funny about that is the whole bernie sanders thing like 
clearly got robbed. Like clearly was not the poster boy for the Democratic Party at the time. And they literally undermined him. Like I thought if they would have given that the nomination to Bernie, I, I thought Bernie would have beat Trump in 2016. I think so. I think so too. I mean, like I wasn't voting for Trump or uh, either time. Um, I, I might not have voted for Bernie. I don't remember who else was running in 2016. I can't really remember. Uh, from but, the Democrats or, or the part. Or just or like, all in general. Oh, no, no, no. You know what 2016 was? Yeah, I did have a. That was Hillary and Trump, wasn't it? It was Hillary and Trump. But like before <clears> that, <throat> we had all the nominees. I was hardcore uh, Tulsi Gabbard or Andrew Yang. Neither of them would have won, but I was, I was, I loved both of those guys. And they were running on the Democrat side, but I liked Andrew Yang. I liked some of his stuff. I really liked Tulsi Gabbard. Why did, I, I don't, I never understood why she didn't win. Well, I do because the same thing Bernie lost. Everybody was against Hillary and Hillary had the whole game in her pocket. I, uh, <sighs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I really didn't understand why people, even, even when Bernie got screwed, people were still on the that train like well uh bernie got screwed but so we'll just i guess we'll just vote for hillary because we have to it's like i never really understood like having to vote for somebody yeah well i i don't understand that either um i don't know uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, we, maybe i'm wild dude but i don't know i but you're right though it's funny because you're right like i don't have i'm not very a pol- i'm not a polarizing person to talk to politically because i i remember so my early tiktok days were a couple years ago and one of the ones that really made me think, I think it was either TikTok or maybe Reels had just come out and there was this reel uh, and TikTok during the presidential elections. And the guy, the guy had the camera on him and he was, and the, and the caption said, when people ask why I'm not Democrat or Republican, and then he like pans the camera and turns to this big, huge library <laughs> and like, and then the video cuts, right? And it's like this idea, it's like this, you're educated. <laughs> yeah, you know what the hell's going on. Like you've actually researched. And so like, I feel like the more that you learn, the more like, yeah, centrist you become because it's like, I'm the most boring person to talk to politically. If like, because like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, you know, people are like less taxes. I'm like, sure. They're like, abortion should be legal. Yeah. <laughs> Gay marriage should be legal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's <laughs> actually- We shouldn't be so- in war. Yeah. So we're actually talking about, I think one of my mission, and I've been really like yearning for this recently. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk to someone opposite of myself. Cause I found like, even mm-hmm. on TikTok, Instagram, I've surrounded myself with a lot of similar voices. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I think that's one of the downsides uh, and maybe not downsides of TikTok because I'm, I'm, I'm available across the board. It's not like only my, actually the opposite, yeah. not only my followers see my shit. It's a really weird algorithm dude but it's a wild tiktok's a wild west bro. i found that like the people that i engage with are typically of similar mindset maybe not yeah. centrist but like at least i think it's easy i don't have very many like republican views um i mean i'm very capitalistic i, I love being an entrepreneur and starting businesses and i love the opportunity to create money even though i think it's a fucking illusion <laughs> um that's the but, that's the yeah that's it dude. but um i find myself like at extreme odds with like those you know protect my second right and fucking you know like those kind of people even though like also that i'm for the right to bear arms i, I yeah. but 
it's just it's gotten fucking crazy because like it's supposed to protect against a tyrannical tyrannical government not fucking to go buy a goddamn 12 gauge at walmart for 99 dollars with a, a goddamn driver's license but um well, yeah, yeah. the I mean, I, go ahead go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i've been yearning to do this mm-hmm. like a like talk to someone that doesn't share my views mm-hmm. because I think one thing that I'm really, really good at is being so simple. I make people sound fucking stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, dude and it's, it's, it's really, I, yeah. I, it's the sales in me. It's like the discovery yeah. process. It's like, all right, but <laughs> why do you think that? All right. But what happens next? What's your plan there? Oh, oh, oh because I know that that's the next step. It comes to some bullshit. Right. Like, well, Jesus said it. <laughs> or it's in the constitution. It's going to come to some bullshit answer like that. That's going to just be crickets. It's like, that's yeah. your reason. Yeah, no. And I, I, I'm hungry for it. I really, I think that's going to be well, my next step in my irrationality tour. Well, yeah. Why don't you do it, man? Cause that'd be fun. I mean, it's just fun to not like- a lot of people want to do that. No. It's, I actually had a guy, um, this was a couple months ago now, but this guy was commenting on like all my fucking videos about, it was something about abortions and he kept clapping back with his fucking well-articulated comments and i was like i i stopped responding to him i was just like here's my email address i will i'm happy to hop on a phone call with you and he refused to do it he absolutely flat out refused he's like i'm not good on on video and it's like that just tells you a lot about those people where it's like yeah i can you give me 10 minutes to type something i got you but i don't want to talk about it because you'll catch me not knowing what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) so not a lot of them want to have the conversation no one i love i live for confrontation none (laughs) of these people do because you know why they do what they do dalton because they do it for the views yeah they do it for the to incite controversy and they make their fucking paycheck from it we've created an economy for people to put out hateful content as a job yeah and and not only that but like really easy I think I think a lot of these Twitter warriors and things like that it happens on both sides of the aisle, by the way. Yeah. Um, I think I think it happens because like I really believe that we have lost this. Um what I'm I'm reading this book. I'm not all the way done with it. Uh and story I, of my life. Dude, I know, right? I can't even remember what the title is. Oh shoot, dude. Because I'm listening to it on Audible, but I'm like, dude, I'm only like five minutes in. But anyway, the premise of it is this we've lost this risk management. Like we've like, you know, we told people not to, you know, we told kids not to throw snowballs at each other because 20 years ago there was accidentally a rock in one and the kid lost his eye. So now like we've lost 20 years of kids learning how to like manage risk. Right. And, uh, and I think one of the big reasons people can fire off on Twitter like that or TikTok and not want to jump on a call is because like, we've lost this, uh, we've lost the ass kicking, like, I mean, and, and, and like we've, you do jujitsu, right? Like we, I do or, not or, jujitsu. Oh, okay, okay. I do it in spirit. I, <laughs> right. My toxic okay, trait I is remember. thinking I could hop in there and do it in one try. <laughs> I thought we had talked, but like one of the reasons I love wrestling or like these combat sports, like boxing, jujitsu, wrestling, something like that is like, man, it just takes one time for you to go in there, think you're going to be all hot and shit. And then, you know, my favorite time is when i see a new person in the gym like this big guy in the gym he's got all this you know ego and testosterone and then like he's like i can beat anybody right because i was a high school captain or whatever you're like okay shut the hell up and then you put him like and he's like 200 pounds you put him against this like 150 pound purple belt female 
who just wipes the floor with just kicks his ass and the dude never comes back that's my favorite because like people need to be humbled oh yeah absolutely ego is out of fucking control it's it it, really because you can hide behind a twitter thing and not you know this with comedy dude there's nothing more humbling than getting on stage and i think that's what makes me so well equipped to like want to combat it's like bitch, i fucking live with hecklers like dude (laughs) this is going to be a little bit of a of of a segue but like i go tiktok live making chocolate and we get dude i get like a hundred thousand live viewers when i'm making chocolate like just yeah. watching me do it and i get trolls that come in dude i fucking literally probably make them question their very existence <laughs> because they come in here and spew off this bullshit and i just literally yeah. lay them to the earth because like they just don't know they think i'm just some like look at this yeah. look at this fucking dude make a joke it's like no bitch dude i've been through the valley of this shadow of death <laughs> on comedy stage where literally people are just staring at me being like make me laugh bitch yeah, <laughs> like this, yeah, is, this is my time to shine dude and i yeah there isn't enough of that anymore you know you know the people that are going on podcasts are going on podcasts with people that amp up their own views they're going on podcasts with people that don't want to stir the boat and then people just get up and fucking leave it's like let's talk bitch yeah well and yeah and i guess you're right because i i don't know i i really love that that's your mission but i loved from like for me i just i am right there dude like i really i'm in the point of my life where um man maybe i'll get to that to the point you're at later but right now i'm like dude why are we we're fighting over like these people in the government who literally who make 200 grand a year or more to like and they don't do anything for us but if people like us don't fight Look at how many loud voices the other side has. And this is one thing. And it let we have to break it down, Republican and Democrat, because that that just is what it is. Like, yeah, we have, I don't I don't I don't personally identify with either side. Yeah. Like as a whole. <clears throat> but one thing that I will say is I think on the Republican side, there are a lot more louder voices that are able to articulate themselves in a way that like inspire that side of it. The Democratic side, like I haven't heard very compelling arguments like from people that like can make loud voices. I think of like the vegan movement. Those <laughs> loud voices over there just turn me off. It's like, bro, will you right. fucking chill? I get it. You're a huge animal advocate, <laughs> but you are scaring the fuck out of everyone with the way that you communicate. That Okay, that's <clears> a good point. Because when you were talking about like loud voices, I'm like, dude, there are a lot of loud voices. But then you said compelling. And I'm like, yeah, um, there's some compelling uh, arguments on the on the Republican side, there's some compelling. Well, Democrat gets very, I fucking even, I hate even communicating like this because it goes against <laughs> like the shit that I believe in. Yeah. But at, at a 10,000 foot view, Democratic arguments always feel very emotional. Yeah. And Republicans always seem to articulate, and I say this sweepingly, but like from a logical perspective. Mm-hmm. And when there isn't someone talking to them they can just sniff out their bullshit and (laughs) what 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 we need to do is just discredit it's not about winning i don't want to fucking get joe schmo over there to be like oh you're right Derek. i just want joe schmo to be over there and be like oh i'm a fucking idiot i don't know what to say next that's what i want him to say i was just watching clips (laughs) from the joe rogan podcast and i'm not i don't watch joe rogan but i think this was actually on tiktok but this guy joe rogan was interviewing um ben shapiro i think his name yeah, yeah, um, yeah, everybody knows Ben Shapiro, sure. And uh, what was the topic? It was something, but Ben Shapiro's response was like, oh, I hate when you put naturalistic responses on biblical stories because it like, it, 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 he was trying to say like, it's not apples to apples. And literally like a minute later, 
Ben Shapiro puts, he uses, literally says the word naturalistic in a way to describe the, the <laughs> parting of the seas. And it just gets smoothed over. And like, that's the kind of shit where it's like, I'm a heat seeking missile. It's like, hold on a second, Bubba. Hold on one second. Can we, can we go 30 seconds back real quick? Yeah, I thought you said back. that we couldn't use naturalistic reasons and examples yeah. Yeah. for things that happen. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know what's going on in the, in like the, in the, country it's just a weird i really am i really am in one of the camps though that that says like this is about as far maybe right as i go as you know you hear some some right people go like they're just trying to divide us and i guess maybe that's not super far right who's like, who's they like the government like people like oh, there's they're trying to like wedge i fundamentally us. believe that there is some power i don't know individually deliberate or just mechanically deliberate but yeah Dude, I, I've always had the saying, and yeah. I don't remember where the fuck I got it, but here's the agenda. Here's where they want you to look. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's no, no, it's no, it's abortion, abortion. You know, this is where they want your attention because you can't solve it well, while and, they do this. Yeah, and here's what happens, though. And this is the only, this is the only reason why, like, I understand why people would go Republican or Democrat. And this is why. Because... I understand why people go super far right Republican because of that, right? Like, because there are some things like, like, let's take COVID, for example, we should all have respected that disease, that, that pandemic, we should have all been ready to like get vaccinated. We all should have been ready to like wear the masks and, and do the six feet because like, I believe that one part of the government is public health. Like we should have been able to like help people. Right. But then you see like, you know, but then you see like uh who's the governor of new york who covered up all of those uh senior deaths because they didn't follow any of the precautions that they were supposed to right they didn't report anything and and let and then you have like the governor in california who like said nobody shut down outdoor and indoor dining in california and then had a big old grand uh party <clears throat> at his house you know what i mean it's like dude how can we i found a like, point that we disagree on okay all right fair enough so and <laughs> it doesn't start with not trusting the government. My yeah. thing with COVID is that the government relies and relied upon big pharmaceutical to potentially solve a problem, which I fucking wouldn't trust to literally give me a blow job if they offered. <laughs> like, that's how little I trust. I'd be like, I don't think that, I don't think that you can do this correctly. I don't know what your agenda is yeah, here. You're, like, no. <laughs> you're going to use way too much. I, yeah, like pharma, something's going to, yeah. Big because, pharma, dude, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. It, it wasn't, it, Listen, dude, in something like that, like I, I fundamentally believe that all individual people, with the exception of a few idiots, act with good practice. Like they think that they're acting with good intention. Yeah. But when you start getting people into collectives, that's when shit starts breaking apart. Yeah. So the government, I don't think is good inherently because there is no person that's accountable to say like, wow, I fucked up. Right. So I look at the, I agree, dude, when COVID blasted out, I social distancing was, was absolutely required. I think yeah. that dude, honestly, gloves and masks at buffets should have been the rule before COVID. So I think we got some great innovations that came out of it. But when I think through the disease itself, it was a disease that no one could touch. No one could put their hands on and there was no consistency with it. You get COVID. You don't even fucking know you have it. Someone else gets COVID. They get a bad cough and they die. Sure. I get COVID. It's like, I have a cold. It's like, hold on a second. Yeah, so yeah. you're telling me you want me 
to take this fucking vaccine that went from zero to approved in six months and just inject it into my fucking body? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've not even had COVID. Not even had COVID. No one in my house has had, my son actually tested positive for COVID. He had a fucking cold. So, yeah. but this is where you get into when you have conversations. I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-fucking trusting these gigantic corporations to whip something together and then inject it into my body. You know what else was yeah. trusted? Yeah. Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah, that's true, dude. No, you know, dude, like, I'm sorry that or I don't want to be a part of or lobotomies. I'm sorry that I don't want to be a part of your fucking experiment. And <laughs> fuck you. So yeah. th- that is, a re- I think, a Republican view, but for different reasons. Sure, sure. Uh, it's not but, about but, trusting the government. It's like, dude, go fuck yeah. you. I wore masks when I went into Whole Foods. I wasn't, when you get into, I'm not wearing masks, like, go fuck your literal self. You can't wear a mask to go to the grocery store. You're a little yeah. bitch is the answer there. <laughs> but the vaccine is where I drew the line where it's like, okay. and I got, I got close at one point because it was scary for a little bit. It's like, bitch, yeah. like people are dying all the fucking time. Maybe I should go get that. But my wife was like, go fuck yourself. This is, this is creepy and something scary's here. Yeah. And you we, get shit with them. Like myocarditis was popping up with young people, the yeah. heart muscle inflammation. Yep. Um, and dude, who the no, fuck knows I, what 10 years from now is going to happen? Yeah. I did not let my daughter get vaccinated. So when they came out with like the five-year-old stuff, I was like, nah. Because like kids are generally healthy, and like at the time when we were making humans that decision, are generally yeah. fucking well, and that's healthy. what I was saying. And like at the time when we were making that decision, we looked at some of the data all across the board, and it was like five year olds. If they got COVID, it was it was rare that they got COVID, and if they got COVID, it was even more rare. Dude, look at big severe. anything yeah. and tell me something good about it. Big food, they fucking poison <laughs> our food. No, listen, big- listen, listen, listen. I'm not. I am on the. I know that you're. I know that we're not at odds here. (laughs) Okay. It's just like this is something that I'm really fucking passionate about. Is like big business is the most fucking horrible thing for our world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get further and further and further and further away from your purpose, which is to provide a good or a service. And what you end up doing is getting closer to wanting to make fucking money. Yeah. And efficiencies. Yeah, and you know what's scary about that? Even even when you go further than that, is like so. Here's a book you need to read. So I became, I, this is the story I tell. I, when people go like, why aren't you, this is how I became a cult leader. (laughs) This is the story I tell when I like stopped being Republican or Democrat on either side. I, I, two things happened in my life. The first thing that happened that, that drew me away from both Republicans and Democrats was in college. I took a, I, I went to my, I got my accounting degree and I took a nonprofit and governmental accounting class. You had to, everybody has to take it. And when you learn how the government accounting works, you realize it's all fake. Like that's when I realized money was not real. Because like, <laughs> look, look, listen, you, you're a business owner. You've made quite a bit of money. Okay. And when you report your taxes, there's a little check on your taxes and it says your method of accrual or your, or your, um, your method of reporting cash. So there's a cash method and, and an accrual. Accrual, method. right? Yeah. yeah. So cash is like you report it as soon as you get it. Accrual is is some, uh, there's trigger events that when you can report your earnings. Okay. So you can only do one or two. You and I as business owners can only do one or two. If we, and we can switch, but we can't, we can go from cash to accrual, but we can't go back. Generally, that's the rule. Do you know what the government can do? Both. Whatever they, and whenever they want to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, that's the fucking thing. They do whatever they want. And like they have appropriate government appropriations. That's literally fake money. That's literally making money to fund a 
to fund something. It's crazy. And then the second thing that made me do it was I wrote, a, I read a book by, by Matt Tybee called, um, oh, hold on. Oh yeah. Griftopia. If you going? haven't read that book, that will make you so mad at life. And it will make you so, I hate Wall Street. I got in an argument with a guy on LinkedIn because he was like, oh, we should invest in stocks. And I was like, I'll never put a dime in the stock market. And here's why. You want to know why? Because not only do you get 7 or 10% return, you can get more with that by buying a business. Right off the bat, you can get more than that buying a, buying a business. Um, and then second of all, it's all fake. Why are we, you know what I mean? Like, like the fact that we have trading on commodities like corn and hay and <laughs> I know is is because they because after the financial crash hit that we couldn't put junk bonds in the housing market so we had to literally control commodities that like food that's crazy we should not be betting on food it's bananas I, I, dude it's it, bananas it's, it, it, it's it. all dude i mean and it gets you back to like the, I can't think of a single big business that does good. You get big, you know, you know, one thing, you know, like when you go to a grocery store and they say like, Hey, would you like to donate to this cause? Yeah. It's so they can fucking write down their taxes at the end yeah, of the absolutely. year. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's yeah. just, it's none of it is good. And, <laughs> and I think that's where, well, that's, I think that's why big meat is broken and the, and the, yeah. and the agricultural industry, because we're not producing for communities anymore. We're producing to grow our business. That's why yeah, we have like, fucking cattle getting yeah. fucking devastatingly inhumanely treated on their way to, to, to slaughter. So they can fill the shelves of fucking 98 different goddamn countries with meat, where yeah, if you just bro. broke this down regionally, I'm not, you want to eat meat? Go fucking eat meat. I think there's sure. way too much meat in the human diet right now. I, I think that we are so far away yeah. from where our ancestors yeah. were. Our bodies are fundamentally changing. But when you start, there yeah. should not be a global fucking player in meat. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Know, bro. It's there bananas. just shouldn't be, dude. And, yeah. and, you know, I think about it a lot as I grow wicked bold because I look at companies like Hershey's or Dove and it's like these companies are fucking massive and they don't even make real food anymore. They're making things that appear <laughs> yeah. to be food. They have you know, hundreds of thousands of employees across the world. They're, what, they, what they're in the business of is making money. And it makes me think, how far do I want to go with Wicked Bold? Like, if I'm given the opportunity, if I can earn that, how big am I going to take it? And the one thing that I always say when people ask, like, what's next? It's like, I want to make sure that just at every step of the way, I deliberately grow with, the, with what's in mind of, like, how we started, which is, like, real fucking food. Like, all right, Derek, you're about to cross $10 million in revenue. All right, cool. How am I going to keep doing what I do except at a bigger scale? Yeah. And I don't think that I'm going to be the most profitable company in the fucking world. I don't think that I'm going to compete with, yeah. you know, 87% margins at these big companies. But can I make a 30% margin and fucking feel good about what I do at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because if small companies can do it, big companies can do it. But big companies don't want to do it because it will cost them well, money. And you know what? And you know what the problem is here. And this is not to just. This is not an excuse for big companies. This is a. This is a, an, an indictment of how far horribly this has gone. But what some people and and you might know this as a business owner, but like when you get to that point and you have public shareholders, you have a fiduciary responsibility to make as much, literally, legally, and a fiduciary responsibility 
to make as much money as you possibly can because your shareholders can actually come back and, and sue you if they can prove that you deliberately missed profits because you were doing something else, right? Like not, again, not- They can suck my balls. Right, right, right. No, I understand. I'm, <laughs> I'm not excusing this, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how out of whack and out yeah, of touch- but, and, 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 and the root of it is government. Look yeah, at absolutely. the, the last point that I'll make on this is agriculture. <laughs> Dude, back in like the, the depression and the Dust Bowl, the government started issuing subsidies to farmers because fucking right. dude, 50 years ago, I think three out of every, like maybe not 50 years ago, maybe like 70, 80 years ago, it was something crazy. Like 70% of families were farmers. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Now it's less than 1%, but, but those like 70, 80 year ago, um, uh, stipends or, div- you know, whatever the distributions were from the federal government to farmers is still in place even though those that money goes to giant fucking companies like Monsanto. Yeah. So they're getting federal subsidies on the on the food that they're preparing when the intention was small farmers need to fucking yeah. pay their goddamn electric bill at the end of the month. Yeah. And 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 not only are they get, still getting subsidies, the inflation's chicken's still about to be 10 or 15 bucks a pound, bro. Even with all of that. It's ridiculous, dude, dude. Yeah, don't get me fired up. My wife hates it when I get into this mode because I hate, like, that's what I hate. Like, out of all of this, that's what I hate the most because, like... Is 10 to $15 a pound chicken. You right. love chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the corruption that happens when you just Dude, let people all run cor- We live in literally the most corrupt... We are the white-collar Republican corruption of the fucking world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we I agree we corrupt. That, yeah. We break the law. We fucking murder people around the country around the world yeah and who the fuck is held accountable it's like you can you can go kill people i can't shoot someone down the street and i go to jail but you can go murder a fucking entire goddamn village of fucking dude and not only that but like that happens but like the government dude and and this goes back you know kind of bringing it full circle we we started this conversation talking about how we don't like to talk to cops but like good reason Dude, did you see that? Doc- I mean, this happens every day. This wasn't a one-off thing. But did you see that Netflix documentary? Uh, it's like a docu series. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. But the, I watch a lot one of the docu series. I uh, did. You should. It, it's one of the. It's one of the new ones. But the the there was oh they were prank they were like uh oh yeah yeah I haven't seen that because Brooklyn oh. doesn't want to watch it so I have to find time to watch it alone. Okay, it's wild, dude. All right, I won't spoil anything, but. But the story is the same. Like the cops came in, they, they made a rush, wrong decision, shot a dude, killed him. <clears throat> Nobody was held responsible for it. In fact, the people, the kids who made the prank call on the, on the wrong house got like 12 months in jail for like, not for like manslaughter. They got put in jail for, for prank calling 911. I'm like, and, and the cops, they were like, we're not releasing the name. The cop's not going to be held accountable because we, you know, the guy wasn't listening to it. Like the guy wasn't listening well, to you. It's been, what an, the it's f- been, are you it's, talking about? It's been turned into an us versus them dynamic with police. It's, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's like the fraternal brotherhood of yeah, police this, officers. This no knock warrant thing, bro. You're going to like, if you, it's a gang, if you broke into my house, like no knock warrant means like you don't knock, you don't announce yourself. I have no fucking dude, bro, idea who gonna, it is, bro. You're going to get, you're going to get hit. Like I'm coming for you, dude. Cause like, dude, I don't I know who you are is right next to my bed. Like <laughs> I'll fucking blow this shit to the like, kingdom. <laughs> and by the way, like, if you like, it's, I'm like, dude, 
you can't do that. And then like, oh, well, he had a gun. So we yeah, had- but see, this like, is what the, the f- dynamic. Are you talking the, about, bro? The dynamic here that gets even worse, man, is like we can talk about this and, and we yeah. can theorize. It doesn't, it, it, that shit doesn't affect you and me. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It affects, it affects people that are in parts of states and cities that are targeted by police and typically fucking brown skinned people are the ones that are victim to that. I'm dude, a cop's no one's ever going to fucking no knock warrant my house. <laughs> I live in goddamn suburban. No one's coming in here to do that. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and if and it's it does, crazy, it's, bro. and if, and if they do, it's the exception to the rule. Right. And yeah, no, I, <clears> I mean, I had a lot of that growing up. Like, so I'm Hawaiian. I don't look like it, but Mahalo. Right. Yeah. Is right. That Hawaiian? Is that a Hawaiian yeah. word? Mahalo is uh yeah, thank you. Um, but it's crazy because my mom though is brown and my grandpa and my whole like my that side of my family is and he had a crazy story, bro. Like I was riding down the store with my grandpa, he's brown, I'm white. They're think they think he they're like the cops are thinking like he's a, a kidnapping. Yeah, like for real though. They were like, What who is that? He's like, It's my grandson. They're like, Are you how to how to like prove it basically? And I was like what the freak? Are you kidding me? I was like, I'm See, his that's grandson. That's racism is because like it, there's there could be one thing that's just like, hmm, what what is going on here? And like I'm sure there was some relative good intention, but it's the intention through the lens of passive racism. Yeah, but oh, no. there's no fucking way that this brown man could have this this gentle white baby with him. Yeah, seriously. And like it's crazy, bro. It's wild, dude. And then I had you know instances when I was growing up, I'd be tell people like because I have a Hawaiian name and, and my mom, like I said, like my mom and I don't look the same. And so I'd be like, get like, are you adopted? Uh, <laughs> I, no, I'm not adopted. You be like, Shut my- the fuck up, bitch. I'm <laughs> undercover with the police. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, my dad's actually Russian. They're like, your mom's Hawaiian, your dad's Russian. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when your parents meet at BYU. And I was like, I was like, what are you, what's going on, man? They're like, I'm like, yeah, I'm Hawaiian. Or like, I get called out for like, I have this tattoo, this Polynesian. Yeah. And uh, people will call me out. Like I've been called appropriating out appropriating their culture, cultural appropriation. No, not by Hawaiians though. Like when a, when a Hawaiian comes up to me or like a Polynesian, they're like, yeah, you look like you're just light skinned. Like, okay, cool. Well, that makes me feel good. It's it's like the white people will go like, why do you have that tattoo? You're not Hawaiian. Uh, dude, and white go, people are honestly, I think the fucking worst thing to ever happen. <laughs> I, go, I go, I go, do you know who I am? They're like, why does that matter? I'm like, well, if you knew who I was, you'd probably Bro, know why. <laughs> dude. We could probably talk for hours, bro, because I don't even know where those people come from. There are people that come into my TikTok. I've made the video. I'm doing live and they are telling me what I'm doing. Like there have been people that come into the live and they're like, oh my God, you're not wearing a mask. That's fucking gross. They can't even see my face on the video. They see the chocolate and they're saying you're not wearing a mask. It's like, bitch, are you fucking, I look around, I'm like, are you in this building with me? What are you talking about? dude it's wild bro i get that all the time i'm like but it all circles back to the point of if we don't do something about it me and my and my white looking friend here yeah right that's right dude who will because at the end of the day man you know i I, and i still don't know what the answer is but like there was a lot i mean a lot i mean to this day like i don't really know what to do because it's like, is it my time? You get this, you, you there's this thing that's yeah. like, you know, this white hero <laughs> syndrome. And it's like, I would love to help. I don't really know how sometimes. So yeah. like the how I help, like TikTok has become kind of the way that I do what I do it, from a sense of like comedy. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I find a way to voice my perspective and my opinion through the use of comedy. Yeah. 
but I have been, like I said, like I'm yearning to get a little bit more me out there, like raw Derek and talk to people that don't believe what I believe. A, maybe they can inform me, but B, maybe I can just fucking railroad them and just have such a good time doing it. Yeah. No, I think one of the things, cause I'm in the same boat as you, like, you know, especially with like abortion things, you get people on both sides of the aisle who are like, you know, but especially like uh, one of the arguments from the left would be like, men have no right to be in this conversation. And I go, okay, that's <clears> fine. <throat> I'm like, whatever. Uh, so what I do, what I've actually tried to do is like, I've tried to just bring people on my platform to give them a voice. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's one of the ways that I'm kind of doing this. Cause yeah, I plan on, because of this whole thing, I plan on actually bringing on some, you know, some people that are that like, like I said, you know, where I stand on this whole issue. Um, I, I think, I don't think we should have done this. And the main reason here's why I don't, I think here's why I think abortion should be just like legalized. Right. Cause it's this idea that like, because you have some of these other Eastern European, European countries like Germany, for example, where it's totally legal. And it's so crazy because Germany has their whole culture around sex is different than ours. The whole culture around abortion is different than ours. It's very open, very easy to talk about. Right. And, uh, and I, and, and I've just had conversations with my German friends about this. I've never been to Germany. Um, but like abortions, legal set, set, like drinking, like all of these things. Right. Um, they, are, they have the lowest overdose, like they have the lowest overdoses. They have the lowest abortion rate. They have the lowest, unplanned pregnancy rates right because not only is the, is the culture different but it's also like accepted it's like oh you had sex okay why are we freaking out like <laughs> you know oh you had an abortion like okay um and i guess so i guess it's kind of counterintuitive but i really it's like the dare program yeah it was probably the worst thing that you could have done to stop drugs the Teaching worst everyone thing. about it <laughs> yeah well not only that but like like stigmatizing it yeah you force people into a box. Like you literally force people into like, uh, well, I did a drug and they said, this is who drug people are. So here I go. Right. Like, like you did that to people. Like no one did that to them. Like there are people who can use drugs and be fine. There are some people who can't and I'm dude, not advocating. At, I that, mean, this is you know just, I mean? dude, look at in the 1980s with Ronald Reagan and this big war on drugs. They used to show videos of people smoking pot and jumping out of fucking windows. Yeah, and now no. multiple states have it legalized. I've never, dude, I've right. never had the energy to jump out of a window when I'm high ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Dude, no, you're absolutely right. Like, it and was then terrible. that when you start seeing these, these, uh, these uh, connections between mm-hmm. fucking dumb decision plus time equals now, you know, it's a dumb decision. That's when I'm starting like, oh, maybe I'm going to pass on this whole vaccine thing for a hot minute. Maybe I'm going to chill. I'm going to let some time go by and we'll see what happens. And you know what? Like I was like, for me, like the vaccine was like, all right, I'll take it. Um, But the where I was like, where I kind of drew the line was what we're talking about. Like you didn't want to take it. Cool. And whatever, whatever the reason was that you didn't want to take it is totally cool with me. I you don't want to take it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't feel like you're infringing on my rights <laughs> because you're not taking the vaccine. I'm going to die now. Like somehow Dude, the people that get the vaccine can still get fucking COVID and they can right. still give COVID. It's like, what the fuck? Are yeah, we doing? It, yeah, exactly. Or like my, the funniest argument with that was like, I chose to get vaccinated period. You chose not to period. We can still be friends and hang out. Like it the, what the crazy thing was for me was like you not getting vaccinated now somehow, uh, canceled my vaccine out <laughs> like you're not getting vaccinated you're gonna kill me but i thought you got vaccinated so just, <laughs> hold on wait a minute like it doesn't work like that you know what i mean like, <laughs> like 
because we're making misinformed decisions based on fucking who yells the loudest yeah 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 because i was like i'll just get the vaccine okay and it wasn't a big deal like we got it it was fine and then but like i it was like people who were like you didn't get a vaccine now i'm gonna die or my kid's gonna die it's like no 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 hold on time out (laughs) actually how this disease works (laughs) and actually it's on we don't even have enough data to know like at the time this was all going i was like we don't even have like enough data like people were throwing out science i'm like I took one, I took two statistics class in college and I got C's in both of them. And I know that what you're saying is not real. (laughs) Like we do not have enough data based on statistics to make this decision yet. Yep. And we should just say that Hey, we're making this decision probably a little early, trying to help people probably going to change this later. I'd have been like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. There's no transparency. There's no fucking transparency. We don't don't, like, do masks work? I don't know if masks work or not. I'll tell you what, though, <clears throat> when everybody was coming out and saying, like, this is the only way, I knew that that was bullshit. Yes. Because it had to have been. Now, now I wore a mask. I'm not saying any of that, right? But, like, I'm also saying... I almost like, wore a mask this podcast. Just We don't know if it transmits electronically. <laughs> I have no... <laughs> right? But, like, I was like, but, but, like, I'll go along with this to make everybody feel better and so that we can open up the economy. Because if, it, if me wearing a mask meant that small businesses didn't get shut down, that's what I'm for then. Right. But oh, like, I wore, yeah, I wore a mask yeah, where I had to. I, I like, haven't worn a mask in a fucking hot minute, though. I go, I go, no, I haven't either. I, I, stopped, I haven't worn them for like a year and a half. Uh, and like Utah was crazy. Like I had, there were people, there were businesses with signs in Utah that said, if you have a mask, don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> you had like one, like next door, it was like nobody's allowed in without a mask. And then right next door is like, these guys are crazy. You can come in ours. It, it was like, okay, whatever. But like, it, but like at the beginning of the whole mask thing, I was like, they were like, oh, this is the only way to stop it. I was like, we don't know enough to know that, make that statement, though. You know what I mean? It was like, if we're mixed in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you want to hear a crazy story about that before we wrap up? Yes, I do. I know you got to go, but like, dude, so pharmacists were not fulfilling that prescription, filling that prescription for ivermectin. So I go to my doctor, my doctor, and I said, I have COVID. Or or like, I'm sick. He's like, you have COVID. I'm like, great. He's like, all right, well, there's a few things you can take to help it. Right. And it was the, uh, oh, it was one, Ivermectin was one of them. And then the, uh, it started with an M or whatever, the monocolocal. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whatever. Like uh, those two things. He was like, I can give you those. They, They seem to be, they seem to help. I was like, all right, whatever. So I got the monoclonal antibodies, or I don't know how you say it, whatever those antibodies are. And then ivermectin. And he writes me a prescription. This is my doctor, dude. And I go in to the pharmacist <coughs> and I hand him my prescription. He's like, we don't fill ivermectin. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, this is for my doctor. He's like, we don't do that. <laughs> and I go, what are you talking about? He goes out of the CDC hasn't approved it. Uh, yeah, the CDC hasn't approved it for this thing for, for COVID and out of an abundance of caution, we're not going to give it to you. And I was like, well, you know, that's like practicing medicine without a license. He's like, well, we're pharmacists. We go to school for this. I go, this is when I clapped him. I was like, yeah, but I wouldn't call my pharmacist if I was sick. I would call my doctor if I was sick. (laughs) He got really mad. And I was like, dude, you can't do this. You can't, this is not legal what you're doing. And he, and I, I, you know, cause you like, I'm like, you're practicing medicine without a license. You can't do this. And I so we argued, back. I was like, I was like, we argued, he did, he ended up not giving it to me. And, and because I'm poor, I obviously can't sue a big 
pharmacy like that. Right. So I go like, this is crazy. But now every time I see him, I'm like, I, I just like, cause it's like my local grocery stores. I just like, I was just, so then, so that to wrap up that whole conversation though, I, he ends up not giving it to me. And I'm like, so you're not going to give this to me. He goes, no. And I go, but just three months ago, you gave me the J and J vaccine. And in the three month, remember in the three month time, J and J vaccine was uh, FDA, like emergency approved. And then three months later, because it caused blood clotting, it wasn't anymore. And you can't even get the J&J vaccine anymore, right? It's only Moderna and Pfizer. So I go, so I looked at him and I go, but you would have, but you gave me the J&J vaccine that you knew would kill people. But out of an abundance of caution, you gave it to me because the FDA said you could. He goes, that's not the same thing. I go, yeah, I'm sure it's not. Just give me my prescriptions and I'll go get my ivermectin somewhere else. <laughs> I was like, like you can't do that. It's like, you can't give me the J&J vaccine that, that now is not even, you can't get it they won't because it's to, so bad for people. You'll give me that, but you won't give me this. That's prescribed by my but, doctor. And isn't that <laughs> a perfect way to just put a cherry on top of this? It's like the fucking goddamn federal government. Yeah, go ahead, take the J&J. Oh, actually, that shit kills people. Let's, uh, let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> and by the that. way, ivermectin that has almost no side effects. Like if you took it and did not, nothing wrong, like it's like taking, I don't know. It's just, okay. Whatever. Is ivermectin the horse tranquilizer? Is that what it's the, the no? It? So the, it's ivermectin is used for scabies and also yeah deworming. But they but they had they had some there was some research that said it would help like because there was something that said like it would help with um, COVID because of one reason or another. And I don't know. Dude, I, don't know. I didn't know that we were going to be full on political chat, but it's also, <laughs> I think, timely and appropriate considering I did want to talk about yesterday. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad. Oh, we, good. Yeah, we I mean, through. I mean, I'm glad I, and I'm probably going to call one of my friends um, who's really active in this, have her on to talk about it, because like, you know, you just want like information. I think what kills bad information is good information. For better, you know, and I don't know, is that enough? I don't know. You got to be crazy. Yeah, you probably do have to be crazy because it's like in marketing, right? Like attention sells. <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. a boring marketing company. <laughs> well, I think that the way to get your relative centrist ideologies out there or, or positions is to just make other people look dumb <laughs> by how radical they are. It's like, but why? Why do you think that that's the answer? That's for true, the country? though. Why do like, you get to tell me what the country looks like when yeah. we're America? You but are that's not America. True, though, because like uh, one of the things I was talking about before yesterday um, was like Pride Month. I was talking to, with a friend and he's like, you know, I own a business and stuff. He's like, why haven't you come out and said like happy Pride Month? And I was like, I go, what are you talking about? He goes, well, yeah, well, you haven't posted anything about it. Like, where do you stand? And I go, what I, I go, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I have, I have friends who are homosexual and, and trans and things like that. And they know I love them without a doubt. I'm a safe space for my, for my friends in that community. I don't have to post about it because I can pick up the phone and call my friends. Well, actually in, in, in the, in the gay community, it's turning into this, like, just profit it's like oh it's it's gay yeah. pride month let's change our logo right and because actually, like dude i i have such oh go ahead i have a really funny story that i can close you off with though yeah but it's like dude it's like disney we went to disneyland rainbow flags everywhere very inclusive i love it i had no problem with it my daughter was asking me questions i was answering all of them yep what is that it's a rainbow it's because some people choose different lifestyles we love yep. and respect everybody and then i was like but if you go to disney in china they will not have any of that in China. 
that's what I have. I'm like, that's why I don't play this yeah, they're, game. They're just, they're catering it's to a their pay, demographic yeah, they're, that's they're gonna just, pay them. Yeah, exactly. Pay them the most money, which is like, dude, I'm like, but I was like, but my friends know that without a doubt, I am a safe space for them. That's all I need. That's all I need, bro. Yeah, dude, <laughs> like, our Wicked a- Bold restaurant in Flower Mound, Texas is marked as the LGBTQ friendly safe space yeah. on the internet. But yeah. uh, we have this uh, we have this pillow that says love wins and it's a yeah. rainbow pillow. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other this is maybe like a week ago. This Hispanic lady came in and uh, ordered food. I go in the back and make it for her. I come back up to give her her food and she leans into me and she goes, is this? And she had an accent. I won't try to do the accent, but she was, she spoke like thick with a thick accent, but she goes, is this place only for um, the gays? (laughs) And yo, I was so, I was like, I kind of took a step back and I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? And she said, she pointed at the pillow and she said, is this place like only for, for gay people? And I was like, no, (laughs) what the fuck? I was like, no, we're just, inclusive yeah we don't we want, want anyone to feel to like that. they don't belong here yeah and she was like okay okay and left and i was like this whole time i'm making this lady sandwich she's probably like oh my god am i safe in here <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this guy's not gonna serve me because i'm not gay or whatever no it's just like that's also like pride month is one of the things that i'm just like i don't know people think i don't like it but that's not the case like i said i'm picking up a really anti-gay vibe from you right. so i can say <laughs> i go i go that's not the case like it's like that old like i don't know who said it and it's not old sorry i misspoke there but it's like that saying that's like if you have a problem with me call me and if you don't have my phone number you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me like Ooh, all of <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> damn that's good I, I i don't know who i heard that from but i go i go yes I'm like, you, if you have to ask me where I stand on certain things, like you don't know me enough. We don't, you don't know me enough to argue with me. To draw conclusions. Some, yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, of course I do have friends on my phone who I like, who know, like I have a friend who's writing a book about his, like, and by the way, like I'm, I'm, like I said, religious. I have a friend who's not. I thought you were to say gay. Right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I go, I go, I go, um, yeah. I, I, he goes, he goes, I, I'm writing a book about my experience. He's like, I, I want somebody to do the audio version for me because I don't want to do the audio version for me. I'm like, hand it over, dude. Let's go. I'll read it for you, and I and I'll and I'll do the best job you've ever had. And uh, it's just funny. It's like, but you, you the know best what I mean? but job then, he's ever had. Are you sure? <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, dude. But like, that's what people come. They come up to me. They're like, you didn't say anything on your Facebook profile. I go, get the hell out of my face, bro. Don't talk to me. You don't know me. I don't know. It's wild, dude. But yeah, I mean, no, this is a great, this is a great one. I figured this we would just one. get on here. Th- I figured we would just get on here and riff. So I was really, I'm really happy about it. So dude, yeah. Let, uh, but Wicked Bowl chocolate, they can find you wherever. I love your chocolate. Um, and it's all good, bro. Thanks for being here, man. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you, man. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Absolutely.